Hello, and welcome to a special Advent edition of Southside Baptist Church's podcast. Each day throughout Advent, Pastor Gary Weber will be sharing a short message from his devotional commentary, The Music of Christmas. It is our hope that these podcasts will help you cut through the noise and distractions of the busy holiday season and help you focus on the true message and meaning of Christmas. The Music of Christmas, Day 21, March of Herod. Read Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. King Herod. Every epic story has its significant villain. Think of Star Wars and Darth Vader, the White Witch in the Chronicles of Narnia, or Sauron in the Lord of the Rings. In the movies, these evil masterminds all have their own ominous theme music to remind the audience of their evil intentions. The conflict between these villains and their heroic counterparts always boils down to a clash of kingdoms. One is clearly good, and the other is obviously evil. This pattern was first established in the Bible. The kingdom of the empire versus the kingdom of God. Think of Pharaoh and Moses the kings of Babylon and Daniel, Artaxerxes and Esther. And as the New Testament begins, we see it manifested in Herod and Jesus, a relationship that spans the entire length of the gospel, but begins with the Christmas story. Jesus was born in Bethlehem during Herod's reign, Matthew 2 verse 1. Ironically, Herod wasn't the rightful king of Israel. In fact, he wasn't even Jewish. History records that Herod was most interested in building projects and galvanizing a strong economy. He built the temple to outstrip the size and grandeur of the original. He did this in order to both gain the approval of the Jews and seal his own legacy as a great king. Then, he placed the Roman eagle atop its entrance in an obvious play to gain Rome's favor. Herod was a snake. So when Magi from the east showed up in Jerusalem looking for the newborn king of the Jews, Matthew 2.2, Herod was troubled and took immediate action, Matthew 2, verse 3 through 5. He knew there were prophecies of a true king, something he was not. This insecure king, who had killed his own children, wives, mother-in-law, and siblings to maintain power, summoned the Magi under the ruse of claiming to join them in worship of this newborn king. See Matthew 2, verse 7 and 8. God warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. God also warned Joseph about Herod's evil plan. So the Magi headed home, and Joseph took his young family and escaped to Egypt, where they remained until Herod's death. But the passing of one Herod did not stop the march of his successors. Herod had three sons. Herod Antipas reigned in Galilee, where he continued the hallmark insecurity and cruelty of his father. His most infamous act was the beheading of John the Baptist. See Mark chapter 6, verses 14 through 29. After executing John, Herod turned his attention to Jesus. Luke chapter 9, verse 7 through 9. Now a full-grown man, Jesus of Nazareth, was as much a threat to Herod Antipas as baby Jesus of Bethlehem had been to his father, Herod the Great. Jesus' response to Herod Antipas? If you're hoping for a cinematic smackdown enjoyed by movie heroes, when justice prevails and the good guy physically triumphs over the enemy, 
then be prepared for a plot twist. While Jesus did acknowledge Herod, see Luke 13, 32, and 33, he never let his threats detour him from his mission. Really, Jesus pretty much ignored Herod, something every bully hates. Even when the Pharisees brought Jesus before Herod for trial, Jesus made no answer. See Luke chapter 23, verse 8 and 9. He understood that Herod was a truth poser, worshiping at temple and observing the law of the Hebrews only when politically or financially expedient. Herod wouldn't have minded Jesus if only he would have bowed down in submission. Most importantly, Herod Antipas knew what his father had known and what Jesus also knew. There can only be one king. The spirit of Herod is still alive and threatened by the presence of Christ today. The desire to eliminate anyone or anything that threatens our earthly kingdoms marches onward. That which we cannot control, we seek to eliminate. We must ask this simple but critical question. Who reigns in our church and homes? Who is the reigning king of your heart? Are we paying homage to the kingdom of Herod or of Christ? Know the difference between these two kingdoms. Understand that Herod will promise you the world, but is quietly seeking to destroy you in the process. Jesus, on the other hand, demands your total surrender and has sacrificed everything for your salvation. This Christmas, how will you respond to the Savior? Like Herod? Or like those wise men who bowed at the feet of the infant king? King Jesus, one day every king will bow before you. One day all the earth will see you in all your glory, and the nations will bow down. Until that day, we are confronted with lesser kings who attract us with power and wealth. But all they possess is passing away, while your kingdom stands forever. Forgive me for choosing to worship lesser kings. Turn my heart away from the kingdoms of this world and toward you and your everlasting kingdom. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you find this podcast helpful, please take a moment to share it with others. If you would like to hear more messages from Pastor Gary or learn more about the ministry of Southside Baptist Church, please check out our website at www.ssbc.org. Grace and peace be with you.